And welcome back to the... That's my bad. That's my bad. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't warn you. It's fine. That would, yeah, you know what? That's all me. Um, we're back, and we're ready for the championship. The championships game? Championship the, games. Championship games, I believe. The championship is games. Grammatically correct. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited. Oh, I'm thrilled for these two games. For One for obvious reasons. The other for, well, I feel like it could surprise a lot of us. Do you ever feel like there have been as high a stakes in terms of, like, this Super Bowl could be amazing and this Super Bowl could be boring as fuck? You know, that's that's the, the narrative I've been hearing a lot, especially with the potential matchup of Tennessee, who, let's be real, their first two games, Tannehill, Tannehill had less than 100 yards passing for the first time in two playoff wins since I think it was nineteen like seventy four. Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe yeah. earlier. Yeah. That he's having like Bob Greasy levels of play back when, you know, you just ran, ran, ran the ball. I feel like I feel like the I I feel like Tennessee has been fun to watch. I feel like it's a different style of fun to watch, especially with Henry just beasting the ground game. Like kind of showing the nation Yes, yeah, secretly, I'm one of the best running backs in the league, and you guys have not been watching me at all. There is something to be said about watching a player like Derrick Henry play the way that he's playing. It's He's destroying people. Yeah, destroying there... defensive backs or def- defensive players that are, you know, fifty to hundred pounds bigger than him, just tossing them aside. It's I wish I, I it has been fun. I really wish I would have taken a picture of this stat, but there was some stat and it was the I, I believe it was most yards rushing in an eight game span I think that's what it was and Derrick Henry was at like almost 1100 yards in eight games and like number one was like Jim Brown or Earl Campbell or like one of those like old school like one of the best running backs of all time sure and they were at like 1200 so like they had him beat, but barely. Derrick Henry is on an unprecedented run of incredible games back to 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 back, and it's 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 really like as much as I want to poke fun at the idea of the Titans going to the Super Bowl, like I don't want to watch that. I'm just going to be honest. I want the Chiefs to be in the Super Bowl. I want to be. And yet you will, and yet you'll have fun with it either way. But right. I understand. Like, I understand what you're saying. There you want storylines. You want to see Mahomes. You want to see a flashy electric. You know, let's throw I, some bombs and have some fun. Well, it's, I don't blame the Titans for being the Titans. Like they're just the best. Ver- like they're a shitty high school team who just has like a really good scheme and like the right pieces. Like. I can't fault them for that. Like, they're the annoying team in March Madness who beats Duke, even though Duke is, like, infinitely better than Duke is, you know? And they have one fucking C.J. McCollum at Lehigh. (laughs) Right? That's Derrick Henry. They got the one guy, and then everybody else just, like, doesn't fuck it up. But I can't be mad at that. But I don't want to see it in the Super Bowl, and look, so... Isn't that that one of the fun things about the NFL, though, that you watch the ebbs and flows of the games over the years, and you've watched over the past, let's call it seven to eight years even. Mm-hmm. You know, just 
you know, give it some leeway, that we've watched as the quarterback has become far and away the most important player of the game, and they are far outpaid, you know, far over, you know, overpaid compared to the rest of the positions, especially on offense. Yeah, there are a couple defensive positions that are still paid well, but you have Derrick Henry's and the, you know, it to a lesser extent on Green Bay, Aaron Jones, uh, you know, San Francisco's running backs, Kansas City's running backs to an extent that them kind of making their standing going, no, an elite running back still has a place to get, you know, their fair of compensation for what they produce for the offense. No, I, I agree. And, and while, you know, while we're watching other, while we're watching quarterbacks who have been overpaid kind of fall to the wayside and go, wow, we should not have devoted 15, 20 million of our money to this guy. And meanwhile, running backs are saying, okay, we're not that, we're not as replaceable as you guys try to make us out to be. No, I agree. And I think the most important thing to remember about the Titans is it has to do with um, the philosophy that I like to view NFL defenses, like the, the lens I like to view them through when it comes to how they perform during the season versus how they perform during the postseason. Um, I do think that defenses in the NFL can just get hot and have like a eight-game streak where they just know what they're doing and they know all their assignments and everybody's kind of flowing in the same way. And I think the greatest example for that is Eli Manning's two Super Bowl ring years. Sure. Right? That defense wasn't amazing throughout the season. It just got hot week 12 through the Super Bowl. Both teams were wildcard teams, if I'm not mistaken. I think yeah, I think uh, I know at least one was nine and seven. Yeah, Yeah, one one of them was nine and seven. The other one may have been ten and six, eleven and five, something like that. They just got hot, and Tennessee just held the Patriots and the Ravens to a combined twenty-five points. Yep, thirteen for the Patriots, twelve for the Ravens. The Ravens is far more impressive to me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. The we we both said the Patriots are not nearly what they were. No, I, I think it's fair to we say We both that may the, have still picked the Patriots, though. <laughs> definitely still picked the Patriots. Just saying. But I think it's fair to say that the Chiefs offense, you could expect them to put up X more, 2X more, than I definitely than the Patriots and probably the Ravens, too, just because of the nature by which they score. Sure. Right? It's quick, long hitters like they uh, we saw last week. They yeah. put up, what, 28 points in a quarter? In yeah, in twenty one of them were in about five minutes of game time. Right, it's just a different type of offense. But if Tennessee can control the ball and get a couple turnovers, I mean, I think they might win this game. With that, with that said, uh, just as far as our our potential Super Bowl matchup, everybody's picking obviously Kansas City and San Francisco to win because they're both seven point favorites. Correct my bias if I'm wrong, but as a fan, you know, the way you put it where it's like, I'd rather see Kansas City. And I I agree with you to a certain extent that as far as just a flashier, more exciting game where I see this team, this team could put, you know, like they did last week, put up 21 Mm -hmm. in a matter of minutes in Kansas City. Wouldn't you call Green Bay the more likely, even with San Francisco playing well, it's still Aaron Rodgers? Oh, yeah. Isn't it? Wouldn't the optimal matchup 
for that purpose still be Kansas City and Green Bay? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I wanted Rodgers versus Mahomes. And I think the biggest reason for that is, like, the Titans would be a fun story, and I'd probably forget about it. If Mahomes or Rodgers were were in the Super Bowl, let alone if they were playing each other, it's um, it's all the same thing I like about the or the NBA. It's about legacy. Like, does yeah. Aaron Rodgers get his second? Does Pat Mahomes get his first Super Bowl this early on? If he gets that, what does that mean? How many is he going to have going forward? What would be a disappointment versus, like, the best quarterback ever? Like, yeah. Is Rodgers' legacy reborn? Right. Can he win? Can, can he win another one? Can he win two more? He, had, he won it the first year with Matt LaFleur. Like, is this his coach? Like, yeah. There, there's so much more on the line than like, oh, the Titans won, and that was like cool. Like, I Brian like Tannehill, that was fun, there or whatever. Are, but there are a number of potential storylines, which I'm excited. Whichever Super Bowl matchup, I think that's what the NFL is so great about is just there's always going to be a storyline, whether some are more appealing than other than others. But there, any of the four ma- potential matchups, there's going to be at least a decent one. Okay, you know what? Let me let me let me throw this analogy at you. All right. Okay, so there are there are Super Bowl matchups that happen that define the way that you view the NFL. Sure. Right? Like the history of the NFL. For the amount of time you've been watching, like this happened, so I view this player in the NFL differently. The second time John Elway won. Right? Yeah. That's a career-defining moment. That that's that solidifies a moment in the NFL. That was you are yeah. That was he is truly one of the all-time greats. Right. That you view you remember that Super Bowl not just because it was against the Packers, but if that was well the second that was his first one. His second one was against Atlanta. Oh, okay. So you even view it better because you didn't care that they won, right? Yeah. He was like, all right, yeah. You will. View, they got the back-to-back. That that shapes your history of the NFL, like. And let me give you an opposite example. When the Bucks beat the Raiders. Like, seriously. Okay, like, fair enough. You, like, you remember it happened, but it's not like... <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't define an era of the NFL. No, it because was just before like... Because that... before and after were the Patriots, where it's like, okay, the Patriots are now the real and, deal. In every Patriots Super Bowl, you remember, and you're like, that's part of the Tom Brady legacy. The like, Patriots upset the Rams in 2002. Yep. And then the Bucs won. And then the next 2001, year... 2001, then the Bucs won. Well, the 2001 yeah. season, 2002 yeah. Super Bowl. But yeah, you know, I, same thing. You know, yeah. Patriots upset the Rams, shocked the world. They were like 13-point underdogs and they won. Yeah. Then the Bucs win against the Raiders. And then the following year, the Patriots beat the uh, Panthers, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And then the following year, they beat the can Eagles. You name, can you name the quarterback on the Panthers? Uh, the oh, it wasn't Jake Tohome, was it? Yeah, it was. Oh, it jaked alone. Alone, I'm it's sorry. Just silent. Oh my. But yes, but you get my point. If Pat Mahomes plays Aaron Rodgers, that's the equivalent of Brett Favre versus fucking John Elway. Sure. Like if Ryan Tannehill plays Jimmy Garoppolo, that's fucking Brad Johnson playing Rich, Rich Gannon. Gannon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> it's fine. to a lesser extent. We'll watch it and it'll be fun, but you're not gonna like. It's like the. It it's just it it would mean so much more the other way. Agreed. All right. So on that note. On that note, 
Uh, we actually had a nice little intro there. Um, we're going to go to the games now. We only got two of them. Yeah. Uh, so we're so we're going to have a little fun this week because of limited games. We are going to do the games first. Yes. And then we are each, we're going to take a break, and each of us are going to have, we're going to dive into, for the first time this year, uh, player and game props, which could be something that I would... I personally would love to dive into more next season, the hidden player props, which can be, if you're, you know, a gambler, very, very juicy. Will Jameis Winston throw his first interception before 1.30 Eastern? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Always bet yes. Yes, exactly. But anyway, so we've got the two games. Uh, Yes, we're going to start off, we're going to bury the lead, so to speak. Um, we're going to go Titans at the Chiefs. We've got them at plus seven, correct? Plus seven right now. Tennessee, of course, at plus seven. Yeah, Tennessee plus seven. Um, Peter, what are you thinking? So I'm going to, I'm going to actually throw back to something you said yesterday. And I talked to you about this before, uh, the pod that before we started recording that you actually nailed this on the head. We, okay. First of all, I don't think anybody in the world expected the result that we saw. In front of us, that was that was a shocker. I mean, I if if you wanted me to bet on the Titans winning by more than fourteen against Baltimore, no. you would have had to give me like thirty to one odds. Like that's not going to happen. I still probably would have said no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. one thing you said specifically in last week's pod was one reason I could see Tennessee covering this bigger spread. It was nine and a half last week. Mm. Was that run game can wear down the clock, can you know control the amount of time. They may even dom- you know they may even own the majority of time of the offense spent on spent on the field. They might own time of possession, and that's why they could cover. You, you said that's why yeah. they could cover. Yeah, and I you know just kind of agreed, but we both were so high on Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's the same reason I could see this game being just. A close one. I, I'm not saying put money on Tennessee to win. There are ways I could see them winning, but that exact X factor is why I think Tennessee is going to cover this seven point spread. Interesting, especially against especially against a weaker Kansas City defense. I, I don't think it's hard to argue that Kansas City's, Kansas City's defense is actually weaker than Baltimore's defense. Oh, it definitely is. So, Casey's defense has been hot, but it's definitely worse than the Ravens. Now, with that said, Kansas City's offense, I think, is, you know, as, again, we saw last week, more equipped for just firepower. Like, while Lamar Jackson has carried that team throughout a season and been, you know, everything that I personally expected him to be when he was drafted, Kansas City's is more developed with an entire team of just power especially on the or on the offensive side they have a core of receivers that is far ahead of baltimore they can just you know they put up points super quickly just like that a lot easier than baltimore so that that combats the weakness on defense but i see tennessee playing the same game they did last week the same game they did the week before rushing the ball a lot derrick henry just Get us 150 yards and let Tannehill do enough. 
So no, I'd love to hear your your thoughts. So I'm with you. Um, I'm actually taking Tennessee to win this game. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I almost spit out my coffee. I, I Excuse don't, me. I don't want them to win this game. I'm going to be cheering for the Chiefs, but I think Tennessee's going to win this game. Uh, Justin, how you doing out there? I'm sorry, Justin. I don't want it. I'm cheering for your boys. <laughs> I really want. My, I want it to be Mahomes and Rodgers so badly. I'm cheering for your boys, but I think Tennessee's going to win this game. And I think they just do all the stuff that like that fucks up what the Chiefs are trying to do. Like the Chiefs want the ball a bunch. There's, I feel like there's a lot of Chiefs games, and Justin, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Mahomes looks really shitty for like three or four possessions because he's like not in the maybe he's not in the groove or like maybe he almost needs to be like down a little bit to be like all right, like I'm in the zone now. I have a feeling if he's off for three or four possessions in this game, then he might not have enough possessions to come back and win the game because of what the Titans do. Like, if he has a couple, three possessions he's off and then throws a pick and then maybe, you know, has a bad three and out, Tennessee's going to, if he wastes five possessions, which he could easily do, Tennessee could have more than enough to win this game easily. Yeah. So I I think that Derrick Henry is going to run all over them. I I I just don't think they're it's going to be one of those games where if you're a Chiefs fan, you're going to be like I feel like we never had the ball. Like why is it the third quarter and I feel like the third quarter starts and you're like all right, we'll get back into it. We're only down 7. And then you're down 10, and there's only, like, one minute left in the third quarter. And you're like, where the fuck did all the time go? Oh, yeah. I I think this is going to be, like, not a particularly fun game to watch. I think this is going to be tense as fuck. And I'm sorry, but I think KC's going to lose this game. I think Tennessee's going to win. My biggest argument about that is I expect this... The reason I'm picking Tennessee is I expect this to be a close game. Yeah. But... And I'd like your thoughts on this. I trust a potential Kansas City two-minute offense a lot more than I trust a potential Tennessee two-minute offense. I agree with you. I just don't think it's going to come down to that. You th- are you are you thinking potentially a Tennessee like ten-point victory? Yeah. Where Kansas City maybe scores with let's call it fifty seconds and no timeouts, and can't can can't get the onside kick kind of situation. I see like 21-10, 21-13. That's wow. Maybe All right, seventeen ten. I think the Chiefs' offense is going to look bad. As far as long-term narratives, can I also ask you a question? Yes. So, fun side story: We have Andy Reid, who's been the the spark of the coaching tree that has won multiple Super Bowls. Even though Andy Reid himself has only been to one. Yeah, only been Me, to one. Only been to one. Yeah, and has not won one. Yeah, over twenty plus years of coaching. Meanwhile, we have Mike Vrabel, who is part of the, technically, part of the, well, he, I, I take that back. He was a uh, backs coach or something like that for the Patriots, correct? Uh, linebackers coach. I think. Linebackers coach, thank you. Yeah. You're, that's, yeah, that's what I meant with backs coach. But yeah. um, Vrabel, who's part of the Bel- Belichick coaching tree, who, while Belichick has won six Super Bowls and made it to nine. His coaching, no, no, tree, his coaching tree fucking sucks. Yeah. Is Vrabel finally the one... That learned all the right lessons from Belichick. 
Can I get an amen for Eric Mangini? (laughs) (laughs) Matt Patricia! (laughs) He's got that sharpened number two pencil with his laminated play call. (laughs) What a guy. You know what? It takes confidence to, to be that dumb. So, but yes, I agree with you. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot at stake going on right now. Also, is he going to cut his own dick off for real? (laughs) Can I find, can I get Sportsbook and or Bovada to give us some odds on that? Because I don't think he will, but. What odds do you want that he will? (laughs) Because I'll give them to you. I need about 20 to one and I need physical proof. I'll take it. I'm only paying up that $5 if you give me physical proof. That Vrabel actually did it. No, I'm, I'm saying no. <laughs> oh, I'm I, not taking yes. I, I will say yes, but I'm only paying you the $5. If I prove he didn't do it? No, if you prove he did do it. Okay. Well, if right. it's worth $100 to you. That's all. All right. No bets. Fair enough. All right. Let's uh, move on to... Oh, your my game. boys. Your game. I'm going to just let you let you do your thing. Give give a little intro. All right. I, I, I feel like everybody knows. So I'm, I'm just going to put, I, I'm going to say this, that yes, again, I am a Packer fan. And yes, I'm probably biased when I say this. But when I looked at this line, it opened either at seven or seven and a half. Green Bay plus seven or seven and a half. I can't remember which one it actually opened at. I believe it was seven and a half. I looked at that immediately and I flashed back to week 12. To a game that I watched and basically cringed the entire fucking time in Santa Clara that Green Bay just got smoked by this absolute same Niners team. And as far as injuries go, nothing's really different. But nonetheless, I expected the line to open at four and a half, five. It's still a playoff. That's what we both guessed. It's still a playoff match. And it's still just a different situation than... The Packers coming off uh, late by week, and the Niners kind of in their groove. We've seen both teams have their bumps and bruises in the meantime, but in this playoff match, I, given all the variables, I, I, I again, am biased, but of course in my heart, I think Green Bay is going to win. In my head, eh, I'm biased, but I'll call it 50-50. I'm taking Green Bay to cover the seven and a half. All right. This is this is where, and again, you know, kind of I made that argument earlier that you would rather, you know, to your point or to my point and you agreed, Kansas City-Green Bay is the more enticing matchup because let's still be real, Garoppolo, while he's perfectly competent and showing to be a quality quarterback for the Niners, he's a game manager. Versus Green Bay, who has Aaron Rodgers. While he has been more of a game manager than he has in the past, he plays a different game than he has the entirety of his career. Uh, He still can roll out. He still can make things happen, but he doesn't run the ball like he used to. He doesn't roll out and create plays like he used to. He's finding his receivers well, but and he's got a different running game that he's relying on a lot more. I trust Green Bay's two-minute offense, again, much more than I trust San Francisco's two-minute offense. Now, throw some stats at me. I don't have any stats for you. I Damn it! I didn't do anything. <laughs> Actually, no, you know what? I do have one stat for you. You were ready to throw something at me. I could tell the, the oh, way yeah, you're looking at your screen. You. Uh, grab your phone. Go on your. How much uh, money do you have in your account? In my account? Oh, plenty. Yeah? Yeah. Like enough to accommodate a $100 bet by me? 
Yeah. Can I just Venmo you? Yeah, deal. Okay. So right now, actually, the stats are probably going to be better on yours. Right now, a hundred dollar par parlay money line Titans and Packers. A hundred dollars wins you twelve hundred. I want to put that in right now. You're going for it. Yeah, I think they're both going to win. I think it's going to be the Titans and the Packers in the Super Bowl. I will find a way to split this with you. Let me. Yeah. Can I just live with? I, I I really I think my both completely of those teams legitimate are win. sports betting abilities for, for entertainment that I'm not, purposes only. Exactly. Oh, those porpoises. Mm. They're very entertaining. Those jumps. I mean, All right. what can you say? Do you want me to see? We, we've got live. Yeah. Because you, you, your weird book had it at like plus nine for the Packers or something, right? My book still has it at plus nine and plus 345. Tennessee still has it at plus nine and a half. Mine's plus 265. So do 100 bucks on it. All right. If I put 100 on it right now, do you want to split it 50-50? I've got it 100, 100 to win 800. That math does not add up. Not at all. Let me see something here. All right, please hold. All right, I've got it. And welcome back to the FitPod. Your wait is over. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, technical difficulties, but we got the bet in. Uh, 100 bucks to win 1200 The money line. Twelve fourteen For both underdogs, yeah, I just, I think it's... On our entertainment purposes only betting website. Right, of course. This is not... Thank you again to you lovely purposes for our entertainment. They're fantastic. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, Con- I just... Continue on your reasoning. So why, why, why do you think Green Bay can... Okay, so A, A, if I'm going by... Um, the the rule I taught uh, I usually view in the NFL I'm gonna take the team with the better quarterback. It's sort of like in the NBA when there's a series you pick the team that has the best player, right? That's sort of the sure. thought process behind it. 49ers defense has been has been great. They've had four defensive linemen who's gone down with season-ending injuries since the beginning of the season. Now, granted, that's not like their best players haven't done that, but when you're talking about depth, depth in the playoffs, yeah, Bosa's still out there. DeForest Bunkner's still out there. That other guy is still out there. Like, they're still good. They're still very, very good. But having depth when you're talking about rotating defensive linemen up, that makes a big difference, especially when you're talking about playing a player like Aaron Rodgers who so easily gets outside the pocket and just kind of, like, rolls and is able to throw. You know, you know what's sick about this? What? Just by the way. Green Bay's when you talk about you know the the matchups. Yeah. Green Bay's weakest facet of their their four core you know rush offense, rush defense, pass offense, pass defense. Yeah. Is rush defense. So you're basically picking a Super Bowl where Derrick Henry just runs for like 250 yards, and maybe the Packers. I, I don't know what the Packers do in response. They could do either or. But Aaron Rodgers just, just pre- Aaron Rodgers just pretends he's down 28 the entire game. Hey, I'm good for that. Yeah. I always love watching games like that. No, I think it does really well with it. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so I mean, look, they, I, I just think the Packers defense has been playing a lot better than they've uh been getting credit for recently. Um I think the Niners are the Niners are fine, but I'm just gonna go with I'm gonna go with the best player. The best player in this game is Aaron Rodgers. 
the best skill position player in this game is Devontae Adams. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to go with them. I know the Niners are a quote unquote better team, but when you're talking about a one game elimination playoff to go to the Super Bowl, I'm going with the QB. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not scared, but just I want to see what happens when Richard Sherman, who has been playing well, is on probably going to be on Devontae most of the game. Oh, he's going to shadow him. But the connection between Adams and Rodgers has been sublime the past few weeks. And Aaron Jones has been great. Yes. He's Aaron been Jones might be really the, well. the, Jamal Williams the second best. Running. That's the other thing. And then Jamal Williams on top of it has been running the ball really well as a second back. So who's better than Aaron Jones? Is it Emmanuel Sanders? Is it Debo Samuels? Is it Aaron Jones? It, Aaron Jones was second only to Christian McCaffrey as far as from scrimmage touchdowns. So he's right. He's the Top second tier. best skill position player in that game. Yeah. They have the best quarterback and the two best skill position players. And their defense is fine. It's not terrible against a really good defense who's injured, who's been not as good as they were throughout the entire season. Like I'm, I'm going with the Packers. I think this, I think it's going to be the Packers and the Titans. This is simultaneously like relieving that a neutral fan is agreeing with me. Yeah. But also really, really scary because we're agreeing and our agreements have been hit or miss. And well, we've agreed on both games now. <sighs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry, man. I need a break. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with our prop bets. Props and final? Props and final. That's the thing now. <laughs> and welcome back. All right, Peter and I are going to do uh, some prop bets for these championship games. I'm going to go out, go ahead and start off first right quick. Uh, I looked at the over-under uh, points at halftime, and I'm going to take Four. the – For both. I looked oh. at them for both. I'm going to take the Chiefs under 15 and a half. At halftime. At halftime. Okay, so kind of the opposite of what they were able to pull off in the. Yeah, I don't think they're. I this just kind of goes with the whole my whole idea for this game. I think it's going to be a close, kind of a sloppy game. I think the Chiefs aren't going to have as many possessions as they think they're going to, and I think they're going to falter for it. Um, so I actually think uh, the Chiefs are going to lose to the Titans two times in three years. I mean. This is an interesting one. I mean, the you know, just looking at, you know, one small thing that we've for, failed to look at in the past. Uh, let's look at the uh, racial slurs versus San Francisco game. We forgot to look at, oh, yeah, it's going to be a monsoon there. 20, 30 degrees and sunny in Kansas City this yeah. week. So cold weather never is friendly to quarterbacks, but... It's going to be sunny. It's not going to matter. It's not going to be a sloppy, like... You know, snowy, sleety. No, I just think it's going to be a slow game. But I, yeah, I mean, given given the matchup just by itself. All, All right. right, Peter, who you got? Uh, what, do you, what do you got? What do I got? I've got. Uh, so I'm just. Oh, and for the record, uh, cause, because we forgot before the break, fifty on both those games, just because at this yes, point, that's right. Yeah, 
Next year, we're going to be a lot better about charting and keeping track of numbers and really I'll, I'll have the, I'll getting have the, into it. I'll have the website up come next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look forward to it. Yeah. Uh, my first prop is uh, A.J. Brown over under 22 and a half yards for his longest reception. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. This one, especially because I looked into it a little bit. Uh, on the year, 447 yards after catch, which is 5.3 yards per target. And they and com- Kansas City doesn't have a... Do they have a cornerback who like shadows the best wide receiver? I, I don't think they do. I don't... I, and I, I could be wrong on this, and maybe you know some expert could be listening to this and uh, email us at... If it wasn't at, so late, I would just call Justin. Yeah, exactly, but... I'm going to try calling him. Yeah, He's call him right now. not going to pick up, but keep going. Uh, yards per reception on top of it, AJ Brown, not yards per target, but yards per reception is 20.2 on the season. So that makes it an easy guess that he, one catch has to go past 22.5 yards for this. I, uh, I think this one is an easy one. So I think that's easy. He gets one big catch. Yeah. That seems like a no brainer to me. Honestly, he's the one guy that can take a 10 yarder into a 30 yarder easily. Hey, what's up, dude? Hey, sorry. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, we talked to Justin. Um, he's high on the Chiefs. Shocker. Yeah, I know. Um, so, For you long-time listeners out there, uh, Justin is a bit of a Chiefs fan. A bit of a Chiefs fan in the same way that I'm a bit of an IU basketball fan. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's high on them. He doesn't love that. But, uh, look... I'm I'm still going with it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, fit your second second from this game. Uh, Packers over nine and a half in the first mm. half. Okay, so we're just doing. Wait, so just to clarify, because yeah, we didn't do a whole lot. I was gonna do. I, I I thought we were doing two from this game, but. Oh no! I'm just going straight. I've got, I've got bets. I got five bets. You got five. Yeah. I got four. All right. Well, we can. I'll mix them up too. All right. Go, go with yeah, I game. just I, I think the Packers are going to win this game, and I think they're going to put up points early. Um, Over nine and a half for first half. Half? Oh, yeah. That I think they're going to put up to- ten points in the first half. I think that's easy. That seems to me a lock. Yeah. No, I, I don't have a lot of analysis on that. I just think that seems like a no-brainer. I can't believe I didn't see that one because I would have taken that one in a heartbeat. I think I was going more after the random shit, but. Uh, I think given our analysis, I mean, I I can tell you exactly why, but if you want to explain your reasoning a little bit, other than what we've already talked about. No, that's all I've got. All right, perfect. I'll go with one for the uh, for the uh, pro Packers, I should say. Uh, Aaron Jones, over under, uh, total receptions, two and a half. I'm oh, taking I love the, that. Taking the over on this. Love one. that. Uh, Rodgers' game is different than it used to be. And while he still can throw the long ball, and he's shown that plenty of times throughout the season, his connection with Devontae, which the the Devontae props kind of scared me because even though he's older, Richard Sherman is still just one of the top back, one of the top defensive backs in the league. Absolutely. He's probably going to shadow him. Yes. Uh, Rodgers, though, is smart about his check down options. And in a game that I expect a lot of play action options, uh, Aaron Jones is going to be right there to just get nail some like three, four yard receptions. So two and a half receptions. I expect Aaron Jones to have four or five easily. No, I agree. Yeah. That check down is always going to be lethal. 
Um, yeah, no, I expect at least three to four. Yeah. Probably closer to five or six. Exactly. Uh, whatever game you go with, I will respond with one from that one. Derrick Henry, over 119 yards, 19 and a half yards rushing. Ooh, this is one that scared me because, you know, it, it's one of those that we expect the Tennessee game plan. You know, we, I mean, that's why we both picked Tennessee to cover. It's one of those that you expect Kansas City is going to come full out and just go, all right, let's force Ryan Tannehill to pass the ball. Nonetheless, Derrick Henry's highlights show me that he can, no matter what you put against him, he can put up 120 yards. That's what every team in the last, like, 10 games has done against him. And And they haven't been able to do it. So that's why I'm just, sure, okay, cool. Stack the box against Derrick Henry. Basically do engage eight, right, from men. You're not going to be able to do anything. Derrick Henry is that dominant. As simple a thing as it is, Derrick Henry's stiff arm may have been maybe the best I've seen in about a decade. I can't think of a running back that just can shove aside a defender as easily as Derrick Henry has been doing the past two seasons. Yeah, he's he's been he's, he's been absolutely nuts. dominant. He is beyond I, right now. I I don't know if it's going to stand as long as Marshawn Lynch, but he right now in my mind is. Almost beyond Marshawn Lynch in his prime, for the time being. Will it stand as long? I don't know, but that's the way he runs. All right, great. All right, uh, Peter, so, what you got? I've got one that's uh, – this is the one that's not a minus 110, which is your standard Vegas betting line for all you amateurs out there. Not you know, not trying to say anything about you, but uh, this one's at plus 225, which means a $10 bet would win you 2250 uh, I've got in the Kansas City Tennessee game a defensive or special team touchdown. I say yes. Interesting. I like this one because I think this is one of those games that's primed for one of those big plays, whether it's a punt return. Nicole I mean, Hardman. Yeah, uh, punt return, a unfortunate fumble in the. It, this is one of those games that, especially in you know like deep in your own uh, deep in your own territory. I could see both Mahomes and Tannehill throwing one of those unfortunate, you know, from their own 15, just a bad pass that gets returned really quickly for a touchdown. Uh, this this is more a value play to me. Uh, I, I, you know, again, that plus 20, 225 is what gets me. So that's my other prop for the Tennessee-Kansas City game is I see one of the teams just getting a quick 7-10 point turnaround. All right, let me uh, let me lay a line. I think that you will also like. All right. In the Green Bay San Francisco game, will there be a safety? Oh. Yes, plus eight hundred. So eight to one. I wonder there will be gets, a safety. It scares me who gets that safety. I don't know who's gonna get it, but I think there's gonna be a safety in that game. I can see this one. Yeah. You've got two. You've got two quality punters. I mean, J.K. Scott did not have the greatest punts last week, and this is one of those where, and I, I think this comes from uh, me playing rugby and being a regular kicker. I have learned to take great value in punts, in kicking the ball, in yeah. the value of kicking the ball. So, uh, Wisniewski, I kind of want to look into this because. 
I didn't get any sort of warning on this. Uh, he is the correct, the current uh, punter for the 49ers. I, I mean, I don't know. He played Australian football. Yeah, he is. Uh, I do not know enough about him. I did not look into that at all, but I know that Australians, historically, when they get brought to the NFL, do have some uh, good history with punts. That's fair. Meanwhile, J.K. Scott gets great hang time and pins teams a lot of times inside their own 20. Until he gets blocked. Until he gets, well, J.K. Scott, I don't think it's been blocked all like, Maybe once all He's year. due. <sighs> He's due. Yeah, but that's not a safety. That's potentially a touchdown. Well, that could be a safety. Yeah. It could be a touchdown. Blocked through the touch through the end zone. Yep. All right, Peter, what's your last one before we go to our uh... – uh, My last one, and I don't like putting this one, but it's in the same ilm as uh, A.J. Brown. George Kittle, uh, longest reception – over 23 and a half, I've got the over. I, think I like he, it. I like it. Unfortunately, he I mean, he's proven to be a, a dynamic receiver. And <clears throat> while this is one where the Packers secondary is going to be focusing a lot on him, a lot on Emmanuel Sanders, a lot, you know, he's shown the ability to still get big gains no matter who's covering him. Uh, I almost picked him to go over 76 and a half yards, and I actually still kind of like that pick. Just throughout the game but for longest reception i expect no matter how much they try and shut down kittle he's still gonna get that one i agree so i like that pick i agree it sucks i hate it (laughs) um so should we do our uh uh like last one looking in last one looking in like the last like i've got one more prop bet oh give me one yeah give me one more to reflect i got one more i've got my four i don't i so I'm taking uh, Mahomes under two and a half passing touchdowns. Really? Yeah. I this, think he's going to have two. This is one I did not want to touch at all. I just think I think Tennessee is going to do so much better in this game than anybody expects. But that's the thing. Mahomes could have five. Oh, he could. Mahomes, Mahomes is going to have like five or one. I No, but his, his I think his the chances of him getting two are about the same as as his chances getting five. Okay. Or I, I, I exaggerated a little bit, but yeah. But, but you get what I mean? Two. Like that's where the, yeah. Like he's either going to kill it or he's going to get one or two. Sure. And I think the way that this, this game is going to go is the Titans are going to just bottle him up. Yeah. I mean, like we talked, this is a game there, even though he showed to, Mahomes showed last week that he was able to do a lot with a little bit of time in that, in the end of that first half. It's still one that the Titans' defense is definitely better than Houston's defense. I agree. So, yeah, I was that a that was a like a minus one ten thing, right? That was like a kind of an e- essentially even odds. Kind yeah, of essentially, I think it might have been like plus one fifteen, but yeah. nothing, nothing special. Nothing special. Yeah, it wasn't like a crazy one. All right. Um, We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with our final thoughts. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Final thoughts, and we'll be back.
Hey, and we're back. Uh, Peter is going to give us our final thoughts. All right, and this is the last time that we get to like truly geek out on Jeopardy because the greatest of all time tournament came to an end on Tuesday in the fourth game to, I think, quite a few of our surprises. But uh, it was simultaneously the a shocking ending and one of the most anticlimactic endings in my mind because it came down to... Uh, Ken Jennings dominated the first leg of it and amazingly bet it all on Final Jeopardy and went out to take a huge lead. Well, sure enough, leg two, James comes back and you know plays aggressively and gets back to the point where he just is in a position where as long as he gets Final Jeopardy right, we're going to a fifth game. And I think the most shocking thing, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was the most uh, most monologues by a non-title character in a Shakespearean play. And Ken Jennings got it right. He wagered zero because he recognized in proper game theory that it didn't matter. If James get it, gets it wrong, then Ken wins. If James get it, gets it right, we go to a fifth game. I think that's why it shocked me so much is that James got a final Jeopardy wrong, which just never happens. The correct answer was uh, Iago, and I can't remember right now what James picked, what other Shakespearean character he picked, but that was the shocker. And then when I said anticlimactic, it was like, wait, so it's just... On James getting it wrong, that's the end of it? I kind of wanted, like, some firepower at the end. I wanted Brad to make, you know, we we named our last podcast title after him. Come on, Brad, what what are you doing? Why, you couldn't win a single one? You couldn't make any sort of fight? What, what happened to you, dude? I want them to do that every... If they did it once a year, if they did it once a quarter... You know, once every three months they just did that with those same three guys, I would still watch it every single time because I think Brad underperformed. I think all three are still fantastic individuals. Fit, uh, I'll toss it to you because I still want to see more. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, Brad, Brad struggled. He really struggled. Um but yeah, I, I I I hope that they do this again. Uh, they they should honestly do this once a year, I think, and try yeah. to just add more people who are um, on that level. Um, but I don't know. I don't I don't think they're actually going to be able to do that. But I I just hope they will. Um, I mean, it's it's unfortunate because it seems like we're nearing the end of Alex Trebek's career, which he's, you know, an American icon. He's a just straight-up cultural icon. Um, and I've heard rumblings that people are talking about Ken being the next Jeopardy host, which actually kind of seems a fitting, you know, passage. A fitting, like... Ken Jennings actually, I think, would be very good in that role. So maybe we don't ever get to see this again. 
it was great for seven games, but as a statistical person, seven games is not enough to, well, in this case, four games, is not enough to capture who is truly the best. And while I think Ken and James are basically, it's basically a 50-50 shot. If they played a thousand times, they're going to each win about 500 head-to-head. It's, I want, I, I want more. And it kind of sucks that we can't see that. No, I agree. I agree. Um, but it was fun while it lasted. It was. It definitely was. Um, all right. Um, on that note, I think we're going to uh, head out. Um, we will still have a podcast next week. Uh, we're going to revisit our initial podcast and talk about where we were uh, very, very right. Dolphins! Excuse me. Yeah, dolphins. Uh, and where we were very, very wrong. And kind of do a little recap of the season before our final Super Bowl episode. All right. And until then, we'll see you next time. <laughs>